now sitting at the wave table. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 24 of the wave table. This one is featuring Crumbling Cloud. How's it going, man? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Just uh, been chilling. Yeah. Getting through the, the restriction lifting and all that sort of thing, man. So yeah. it's definitely um, some pretty good positive vibes at the moment, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Have you been out yeah, much yeah. since the uh, since the restrictions got lifted? Um, yeah, I've been out and about just um, doing uh, like reg- regular like everyday stuff, like going yeah. out for like walks and stuff on like the other side of the city. Um, I've been out and met up with a couple of friends maybe about twice since the restrictions lifted. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Weekend, weekend things, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, speaking of meeting up with friends, I met like a bunch of the Melbourne dubstep boys for the first time. Nice. Uh, Cause they're building a, uh, a get, like a, a, a venue in my hometown. So I was just like, just there hanging out, helped them paint for a bit, but then I felt useless for like the rest of the day. Um, but yeah, that's been fun. Just the fact that we're actually allowed to socialize now. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. Well, um, where, where's your, uh, your hometown? Uh, I'm living in Hopper's Crossing in Melbourne. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so give us a, uh, brief rundown of your history with music. Cause we've, we've been talking for a while and I've been popping into your, your stream chat and stuff every now yeah, and then, yeah. but I, I don't really know like where you come from in the musical sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, f- fair enough. Fair enough. Um, basically, um, my whole thing with music started from a pretty young age, actually. Um, so as a kid, like, I, you know, I'd get the usual, like, you know, piano lessons, this and that. Um, both my parents were guitar players. Oh, um, so they, tr- they tried to teach me to play guitar. Um, I wasn't so interested for whatever <laughs> reason. Um, and, yeah, I, I pretty much tried my, cra- uh, tried my hand at uh, a, a lot of um, different musicians when I was a kid. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, anything from bass guitar to drums uh, to um, – acoustic guitar but um yeah i don't know i think for the most part i spent the most time playing drums drums and piano right not that i got any good bit with, uh, with any of that um but yeah um in terms of like the electronic music production and whatnot i think that that whole journey for me started when i was about ooh, like how old was i maybe like eight or nine years old damn nice. there, was, there was like there was a playstation one game called uh music 2000 yeah. Um. And basically, what it was, it was a uh, it was a door for your PlayStation One, and yeah, you could like make your own tracks and save it on your like your little nine megabyte memory card and stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, that's how it started. My my sister actually um asked my old man to rent it from Blockbuster Video. Um, uh, yeah. Back in about two thousand one. Uh. And what we used to do back then was we used to rent the games from Blockbuster Video. My old man used to burn bootleg copies and then would return them and have the game. <laughs> and shit. So yeah, that's um that's how that started. And uh yeah um. Not, not that I knew what I was doing on Music 2000. Um, basically, um, I was just, you know, putting in whatever I thought it sounded cool and stuff like that. But basically, um, that's where I kind of had the idea that this is much more fun than, um, you know, being an instrumentalist. So yeah. Been, yeah, yeah. So since then, I've always had like an affinity for like making music electronically and, uh, you know, kind of just that sort of um, production method, I guess. Hell yeah. It's cool that yeah. you got like a bit of experience with guitar, drums, and piano, and then also production. So, like, you could kind of choose which way you wanted to go. 
Because yeah, I feel exactly. like sometimes people kind of get forced into doing things by their parents and then they kind of just end up sticking with that throughout the rest of their life. Oh, um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then with... Um, I'm, oh, sorry, yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, like, I, I'm lucky enough to have, like, very supportive parents. Mm. Um, and a- around the time that they saw that I wasn't really enjoying, like, any of the piano lessons or anything like that, they they, they just straight up asked me, like, are you doing this because you want to do it? Or are you doing it just because we want you to do it? I said, I'm right. doing it because you guys want me to do it. So they're like, okay, that's fine. You don't have to do it anymore. And then, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I really think that like this current generation of parents is going to be more open-minded and similar to your parents because, uh, you know, I think just everyone who's going through being forced to do things now is going to be like, yeah. I don't want to do that to my children. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the game on PlayStation, was it like, did it have a MIDI editor or anything or was it just like putting loops in and stuff? Uh, yeah. Um, so it did have a MIDI editor. Yeah. There oh, was a piano sick. roll and everything. And yeah, you would basically just use your, uh, your controller just to like manually like put everything in and stuff like that. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That was probably like, you know, if I think about like the amount of uh, money you had to spend to get a decent computer back then that was actually yeah. probably a really good way to get into music production like on the cheap you on know? the cheap end of things yeah 100 yeah. yeah that game had a lot of traction back then as well because it was being promoted on like a lot of the uh like dj um magazines and stuff like that oh yeah then. yeah so okay. it was pretty popular so it wasn't think- it wasn't like a meme like nowadays you see people writing tunes on ipads and they get like absolutely hated on Oh, yeah, no, no, no. This was, like, dead set serious. Like, people were pretty serious about it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure if you go on YouTube, you'll be able to find, like, the whole entire tracks that people have made on YouTube. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of like, old school trance and, like, um, jungle drum and bass and stuff like that, you'll find that it was made on, like, Music 2000. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, by the way, I'm not hating on anyone who writes music on iPads or anything. I'm just saying that <laughs> those people do yeah. tend to cop a lot of hate. For some mm, reason, yeah. even though, like, yeah. in my opinion, it's way harder to write tracks on phones or or iPads than it is on a PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like um, it's hard to like divide my attention. The fact that I'm on a phone, like, you just <laughs> want to do other things on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, like, just like how small the screen is and how fucking fat my fingers are. Like, actually tapping <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> um. So. Recently, you've been like switching your focus more from music into uh, streaming games on Twitch, and I just mm. wanted to um, ask you how that's going and get your general feelings on Twitch streaming. Um, yeah, dude, it's been going very well lately and stuff. I've been like, um, I've been privileged enough to like find a very supportive community and stuff. Um, and yeah, they've just made me feel a lot like a very comfortable in terms of like being myself and putting myself out there to mm. the public and whatnot. You know what I mean? I feel like um, it's helped me to, uh, you know, be more sociable. But not only that, it's helped me to like be able to reach out to people that I don't know. Um, mm. And yeah, pretty much just to like put my put my personality forward, I guess. Yeah, um, that's, that's something that's very hard to do. Um, and it's a skill that you often can't really like teach people. Um, so to speak um and i find that like if you if you want to do things like work in the music industry and like navigate your way around and uh even just be appeal like you know just have appeal as an artist um 
it's one of those skills that you kind of need to learn. Um, yeah. And t- uh, streaming has um, definitely been helping me with that. Um, if anything, it's um, it's kind of just refined like my ability to like public speak and stuff like that. Because um, I've been a pretty good public speaker since I was um, pretty young. But um, I think in the last couple of years and stuff, uh, I've kind of like, you know, just proceeded and gone back into my shell. <laughs> so it's helping me to like, you know, come back out and uh, be more confident about myself. Um, but yeah, in terms of like taking the break from like um, focusing on music and whatnot, uh, it, it really came down to how I was doing mentally. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously with like, you know, the way that things were going with like the whole uh, COVID restrictions and like lockdown and whatnot. Um, yeah, like it takes a toll on you, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. it builds up and like, to be honest, like if, if you, if you live in Melbourne, you, you, you already know we've been locked down for like a total of about like five months already. Um, yeah. And it, it, it gets to you, like it starts to mess with you every now and then. Um, so I felt like the best uh, thing for me to do was just to take a break from, um, you know, things music related. Um, I mean, that's not to say that uh, I'm not, you know, uh, still practicing my craft and whatnot. Uh, I I'm, I am still doing that, but I'm doing it just on the download. I'm not really putting it out there or anything. Right. Um. But yeah, I decided to do that. I decided to defer my studies and just you know focus on myself, looking after myself and my mental health. And um, yeah, it's been it's been working out very well. Um, and uh, I f- I feel like my whole release uh ended up being Twitch. Yeah. Mm. Um. And yeah, and, and just um being on Twitch and meeting like new people. And, uh, you know, being able to like socialize online and stuff like that, um, it kind of helped me feel a lot better. The fact that I wasn't able to like leave the house and like meet any friends yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like uh, every now and then when I jump on Discord, like it's a whole party or like, yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> just because like you can't see anyone. Um, But yeah, man, your community is so like incredibly positive. Like I don't think I've ever seen a single hateful message in your chat. <laughs> um. Like, you know, I feel a lot of small streamers, they kind of get haters because if you're hating on a small streamer, there's less people who are going to lash back at you and like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like if, if I was a small streamer with like three people in my chat and stuff like that, and then somebody came in and trolled, those three people would probably be less like, I don't know, obliged to like rush to my defense, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's only three people as opposed to three thousand like retaliating, right? So I guess mm. for haters, it's like it's easier to target people who have less less viewers. But um, mm-hmm, yeah. dude, you're starting to gain some viewers. Like it's been going. I saw you at one hundred at some point. What's like? Uh, how many do you think you've hit at the at the peak? At the peak, I've probably had about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had, I've had like around two hundred nine people in my stream yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, huge. but that that all comes back down to like um, uh, me being able to like um, form bonds with like some of the biggest mm. streamers and stuff like that. Because before um, before I decided to you know take streaming seriously about a month ago and stuff like that, um, I was already friends with like a lot of the biggest streamers um in the Australian slash OCE community. Yeah. Um. So there was a there's a couple like uh partnered streamers that I'm friends with. Um. And just um, yeah, just big big biggest uh, streaming names in general than myself. And um, basically, um, there's this whole function um, on Twitch called rating, where um, at the end of your at the end of your stream, um, you have the option of whether or not you want to, you know, take your viewership and then chuck them into somebody else's um, stream as a way to support them. Uh, and yeah, I've been I've been um, privileged enough just to have like a lot of um, more of the bigger, well-known streamers, uh, you know, take a liking to me and decide that they want to raid me from time to time. 
that's terrible. Yeah, and, and that's really uh, it's really been pivotal in like growing my community as fast as it's been growing. Yeah. And it's it's really great how when you get those hosts, you uh, distribute them to other people who are you know very active and supportive in the community. Yeah. Um, exactly. Because I, I feel like a lot of people they try to host people to get something back. Whereas I can tell when you host that you're just trying to give, you know? Yeah. Um, cause I could, I could very well, um, you know, return the favor to these bigger streamers and stuff like that and just end up rating them back. Um, but there's really no point because, you know, they get the views already, you know, it's yeah. fine. Like they, they don't need my raid. Um, if anything, if I get like a, if I get a rating party from a bigger streamer, by the time I decide to end my stream, I look for somebody that's like kind of smaller and struggling at the moment. They might have like less than 10 people in their chat. And that. So yeah, I go ahead and uh, I normally try to support like the smaller streamers. Um, even though like currently at the moment, like I still consider myself to be like a relatively small streamer. Um, we're almost at 500 followers, but um, yeah, anything to me that uh, you know, if you if you're below 1,000 like followers, um, I still pretty much consider to be like a fairly small streamer. Um, but yeah, specifically, I I I try to target um like other streamers that I'm aware of that are probably like below the 200 mark. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I've, uh, and when you get hosted, you do sometimes you buzz, right? <laughs> yeah, you know about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is like literally like my whole reputation on Twitch in the like Australian community already. But yeah. Um, if, if I get hit with a rating party of more than 10, um, I will muzz on request if they decide that they want to see it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in saying that it's not only me, um, I have a core group of streamers. Um, we kind of have like a little stream team going on at the moment. So probably about me and like, um, maybe eight other individuals, uh, we refer to ourselves on Twitch as the, the Moz gang. Um, <laughs> and yeah, basically if, if, if you raid any of us with a party of, uh, uh, over more than 10, uh, yeah, we will Moz on request. And uh, I don't know, we do it just for shits and gigs. Um, I understand um, to people that aren't from like the Australian radio scene and stuff like that, it may seem like a bit of a weird thing. Um, but every time we just explain it, you know, um, it's it's a dance that we like to do at Australian raves. Um, it's nothing serious. We just do it to promote good energy and uh, entertain the uh, the raiders and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it is it is what it is. And so far, like we've been doing it for like the last month, and we're getting you know a very good reception. It generates a lot of positive energy. Um, and often we're able to like, um, continue that hype throughout the rest of the stream and then pass yeah. it on to other people. Yeah. I love the energy that it brings. Like as soon as that raid comes in, you know, Chris is about to muzz and then the chat just yeah. starts popping up. <laughs> oh man, dude, there, there was this one night where, um, what do you call it? So, so my mods, they, they like to troll me from time to time. And basically, um, if you're a mod in my stream, then you have the authority to be able to like change the stream title this and that yeah um and with, without me knowing they had changed the stream title to i'm muzzing for raids and like i'm muzzing for free this and that <laughs> and um i caught one raid of like i don't know maybe like 50 and then yeah so i i, I chucked the muzz as soon as i sat down somebody else came and raided and this went on for three hours so um yeah ba basically i muzzed back to back for like seven raids for like three <laughs> hours straight and um yeah i don't know it ended up being like one of the most lit streams ever and um I ended up getting like more than a hundred subscriptions from that as well. Jeez. I don't know how, because like, when like when you hit numbers like over a hundred in terms of like subscriptions and stuff like that, you'd think that you were doing like a twelve-hour subathon or something like that. Mm. It was literally just like a random stream where my mates decided to troll me and like say that I was buzzing for raids and shit, and then it yeah it popped off from there, man. That was um probably the most fun, one of the most fun streams I ever did. 
Yeah, man. It's yeah. great when shit just happens like organically like that, you know? Yeah, super spontaneously. Yeah, it was, it was wild, man. It was wild. I'll, I'll never forget that night. That was definitely one of the mo- one of the most fun streams I've ever done. I wish I uh, I wish I was there. Is that VOD available? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The VOD's oh, available. Yeah. I can link it to you after if you want. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. I'd love to see that. Yeah, um, just watch watch me like muzz. Be full tired. I got it because when I muzz, I don't just like muzz. Yeah, I put I put on the face mask. Yeah. I get the poi. You know, I put some eye drops in. Uh, I, I wear a bum bag over my chest and everything. Yeah, <laughs> and by the time I'm done, I feel like you know, full take all the year off and this and that. And then when I sit down, another fucking raid comes. Bro. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so speaking of, uh, muzzing, you seem to be a pretty big advocate for hard, the hard style scene. And, um, Mm, I wanted to ask like, what made you so passionate about hard style? Um, okay. What, what made me so passionate about hard style is that, um, when I think about, um, the electronic music that I grew up with, um, back in the day, it, it basically stems from like, uh, happy hardcore and hard trance music. So before hard style existed. Um, because you have to remember that hard style is like the, um, it's the amalgamation of like hard trance and hardcore and just other pre-existing hard dance genres. They all kind of yeah. just formed into the one thing and became hard style. Um, so my history with electronic music goes back to hard trance. Um, okay. and not only that, um, leading into the, the whole Melbourne shuffle scene back in like 2006, 2007, 2008, um, so yeah, I was a, I, I was an avid shuffle rat back in high school. Um, you know, I had the fat pants, I had the PhD hoodie, <laughs> I had the suspenders. Uh, we used to hang out under the fucking bridges and fucking Fed Square and all that sort of shit. And we used to just record like shuffle videos and like have massive meetups. People would be battling each other. Um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of good memories from back then. And um, I'll admit it, like um, there was a couple of years where I didn't listen to hardstyle, probably like three five years, like after the Melbourne shuffle scene. Um, but yeah, like for those three, five years, I felt like, you know, there was like a little something missing from my, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then when I, when I got back into hard style, I was just like, oh yeah, dude, this is exactly what I was missing. You know, I'm getting <laughs> like those feelings of like, you know, being alive and euphoria and shit. Hard style is what does it for me. Um, and yeah, that's basically how I got back into it. Um, and I don't know, at some point I was just, I just decided, you know what? Like, I know it's a really hard genre to produce, but I feel like I want to give it a crack at least. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I know you've got a few, you've got a few hard style tunes out, right, on your SoundCloud. Um, yeah, I mean, um, like it's it's not my best work, you know what I mean? It's not my best work. <laughs> I mean, a, a few of those I just did for uh for uni projects at SAE. Yeah, but yeah, feel feel free to look those up if you want. You know what I mean? I, I'm not ashamed of like where I was. Oh yeah, yeah, man. There's yeah. no shame in it because it's it's just really nice to be able to see people's journey, like uh when you do eventually put out a new track, well, we've got the collab coming out, but when you put out um, another solo track, I'm looking forward to seeing like how much of a production leap you've taken since the last one. Cause I know it's oh, going to yeah. be fucking massive. <laughs> for sure. For sure, man. For sure. And like, that's another thing about like, um, what's been good about being on Twitch and stuff like that is uh, basically um, I've been able to like uh, make friends and like link up with uh, assigned artists from like the States. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, basically, basically we're, we're, we're pretty good mates now and stuff like that. And, like, he's open to, like, collaborating me and, like, you know, sort of, like, mentoring me and all that sort of thing. So me and him are currently working on a track. Uh, my next Hard Dance release is probably going to be the collaboration with him. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, I was uh, I was watching a stream where you two were working together and it was just, like, it wasn't, like, the big guy tells the smaller guy what to do and shit like that, you know. 
It was just mm. two dudes chilling and making a tune together. So you love to see it. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. And that was kind of new to me as well because um, uh, I, don't, I don't have much experience in collaborating with people like person to person. So this was yeah. definitely new to me being able to collaborate with someone online, let alone. Um, but yeah, he, he was um, super chill about it. The fact that we're already mates and we just hang out from time to time and play games with each other like definitely helped. Yeah, it, nice. it like wasn't awkward at all. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, I, I wanted to like, I just want to go expand upon this and say like, if if you're a producer that's looking to collab with someone, try to become friends with them first, because uh, yeah. if you just send someone a demo or something, then it's not really going to work out unless they already know of you and they already like your music and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, um, and that's, that's the other thing as well. Um, I, I never asked him for the collaboration. He was yeah. the one that offered it. Um, basically because, um, before I, before I started following him on Twitch and before we could, before we became friends, I was already aware of him and I was already a fan of his music. Um, probably like a year before I met him, I was already a fan of his music. And then, yeah, one day I just found, I found his stream. I was just like, Hey man, I know you. <laughs> I listen to your tracks from time to time, this and that. And yeah, it kind of just popped off from there. Um, sick and i had no intention of ever collaborating with him i'm just like fuck i respect this guy too much you know um and he's a fine artist you know what i mean i'm just like you know like i'm, I'm some dude that's never like I, i've been knocked back by labels so many fucking times exactly everybody everybody has that phase in their career where they just keep constantly getting knocked back by labels and stuff so that's what i was and then like i don't know like, i just i just decided you know what fuck i can probably learn from watching this guy streams because he streams music production uh, and on top of that, like, you know, he seems like a pretty cool guy. We have a lot in common. Uh, our music taste is pretty similar as well. So, um, yeah, we, we just hit it off from there. And then, yeah, basically it, it happened organically. So um, if, if there are any other, if there's if there are producers that plan on, like, going on Twitch and, like, streaming music production and whatnot, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good way to, you know, network and make friends and, um, you know, just genuinely make uh, friendships with uh, fellow producers and whatnot yeah it's, yeah it's pretty great like just just hang out and chat and chill and talk you know try not to yeah, have exactly. an agenda yeah um i'm not sure if you're aware but like maybe back in like june july um i i did briefly stream on twitch for a while as a uh as like a music production streamer um i found that it didn't really uh end well for me because i had too many people popping into my chat just you know trying to tell you like what to do or like asking can you listen yeah. to my track on your stream this and that um yeah so that's that's basically the reason why i don't stream music production uh right. anymore but um yeah basically what, what what i'm trying to say with this is that if um this is my opinion this is my personal opinion if you do think about going on twitch to um stream music production maybe you don't categorize it under uh, music and performing mm. arts you know what i mean if you want to yeah. DJ, if you want to, you know, do a live set on Twitch, fine, go ahead and do that. But if you're going to be doing production, maybe just stick to um, just chatting as your category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that way people will be less inclined to like not click on it, I guess. Because like when people go through the music produ uh, music and performing arts thing, they want to see like live sets, this and that. They're not going to sure. click on your uh, production stream. Um, as opposed to like people that um, from the other creative fields, like say, for example, if you're an illustrator or if you're a photographer, or a videographer um if you decide to stream these things on uh, on twitch you'll normally just leave it under the just chatting category so i thought like you know why not do the same thing for music production you know what i mean true true yeah yeah because um i find that um appreciation for music production is something that's very underrated 
yeah. uh, as opposed to like people that want to watch, um, you know, photo editing, this and that. Um, and yeah, this is a good way to be able to just, you know, maybe put it more into the mainstream. And um, I, I had the same experience, like I was streaming production for a bit on Twitch mm-hmm. and yeah. I did have like a cool collab come out of it. But yeah, most mm. of the time it was just people popping in like, hey, this this would be a cool idea for your track or um, hey, can you give me feedback on this? And then like, dude, I would be like, okay, yeah, I'll give you feedback. Let me just finish tweaking this bass. And then by the time I get to their feedback, they've already left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> like bro <laughs> yeah yeah no you know why because they've gone to several like yeah. already and they're just waiting for the first person they're, they're probably like already listening to somebody else that beat you to it i guess it's it's ridiculous man like honestly it, i think it's much better to find a solid like group of friends to give you feedback rather than just asking for it from random people yeah exactly yeah um, um and yeah, I think that's um that 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 uh that that particular producer that um offered me the collaboration and stuff like that. I kinda, you know, feel comfortable going to him for like feedback and just yeah. Sick. That's a yeah, that's a really good uh, thing to have. Um Yeah. So speaking of collabs, we have a collab coming out in I believe it's three days from when this episode is gonna go live. Nice, nice, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, the 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 big six man mega collab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was me, you, Crumbling Cloud, uh, mm-hmm. Falcon, Shizo, N Type 5, and Vice. So, yeah. yeah, six guys all on one track, wide range of styles. And I was wondering what made you want to go uh, move away from hardstyle for this collab? Uh, so, basically, um, you know, how I told you. Um, you know, uh, basically, uh, my, my background in terms of listening to electronic music goes back to like, uh, a lot of hard trance and like, um, like jungle type music and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was just thinking like, you know, um, hard style at the moment, you know, as, you know, as much as I love hard style, it's, uh, I, I, like in this day and age, it, it gets a bit, uh, stale in terms of like the sound. Right. Like everything's starting to sound a bit the same unless your future noise or a sub-zero project or delete, um, you're not really pushing the sound forward these days into like new territories and stuff. Gotcha. So I'll, I've been trying to branch out and, uh, you know, try new things. Um, I kind of want to transition from hardstyle into becoming a happy hardcore producer. Ooh. So I guess that's probably my next move. But uh, yeah, with with the particular style that I decided to use in, um, in our collaboration, it goes back to, you know, um, a lot of the ele- uh, elements that you would have found in electronic music from like the early 2000s. Right. Um, which was roughly around the time where I, I uh, you know, got my start in uh, electronic music production, you know, with the whole um, Music 2000 PlayStation 1 game. So, um, yeah, I tried to just, you know, take things back to back to the roots, I guess, of my musical journey. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah well, so that's basically why I decided to go with that particular style. Hell yeah. It definitely fit well into the track. Uh, like it was a really great uh, connecting piece or a bridge, I, I suppose, between the the sections that were surrounding it so oh, thank it you, worked man. really well thank you I, I was a bit worried um i think i think everyone uh noticed that i, I got a little bit worried that uh, <laughs> it would it, it would have been a, a bit too outlandish for uh, the rest of the track but um yeah i don't know you guys gave me some good feedback on it so yeah yeah um it definitely made me feel uh more sure of myself in terms of the artistic sort of vision that i had awesome man i'm glad to hear it and yeah um 
it was well produced. Like, what can I say? <laughs> it it <laughs> sounded good. So I, I told yeah. you to leave it in there. Cause like at one point you were like, yo, just take my section out of the song. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if they're not feeling it, like, I was like yeah, I, I came into the chat and I was just like, well, if you guys aren't a hundred percent of this, you can take it out <laughs> and I'll, I'll just release it as like a solo sort of thing. But yeah, right. no, everyone was very reassuring. So I'm very uh, happy with that. Um, and by the way, guys, the name of the track is Cavins. That's C-A-V-V-N-S, which is just an abbreviation of the names of all the collaborators. Yeah. And it comes out on November 20. So if you're watching this before then, make sure you go pre-save it. And if you're watching after then, go listen to it. The link will be in the description. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. So I know... You are a man who loves his shout-outs, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's another thing that I'm known for. I'm just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love my shout-outs, man, yeah. I was wondering if, like, I'm sure you've got a list of, like, a thousand people, but, um, you know, I'm, I was wondering if there's, like, maybe a top five, or it doesn't have to be top but just like the first five people that come to mind that you want to shout out in in regards to like music or Twitch or anything. Mm, okay. Well, first of all, I'll probably give a big shout out to my man uh, KG. So he's the he's the DJ and producer that um, offered to collaborate with me after we became uh, friends via Twitch. Um, so if you don't know about KG, um, he's um, he's half African, he's half African American and half Japanese. Um, he's from the United States. He lives in San Diego. Um, and if you know something about hardstyle, you know that most of it is coming out of like the Netherlands and like, um, you know, just Europe in general, Europe, right. you know, Netherlands, Europe and Australia. There's not a lot of hardstyle that comes out of uh, the United States. So he's definitely one of the people there that kind of, you know, drives the hard dance scene forward, I guess. Um, and he's, he's got a pretty good resume. You know what I mean? He releases through um, Scantrax X-Bone, which is uh, one of the, one of the, biggest labels in terms of like hardstyle. Yeah. Um he's performed at EDC and he's done he's been the opening act for people like Headhunters, uh the Tweakers, Gamma, etc. Um oh, yeah. yeah. So he's got a pretty impressive resume. I'll give a big shout out to him. Um you know just for everything that he does. Uh and for kind of taking me under his wing and just being a good mate uh you know lately and shit. So yeah big shout out to Keiji. Um who who else would I like to shout out? Mm. Like in terms of music or just Twitch in general? Uh, either. Either? Okay. Well, in, in terms of music, it's, it's definitely KG. Um, I'll, I'll probably give a big shout out to you. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, if it wasn't for you, um, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, get this opportunity to be able to, you know, release this track alongside you guys. Um, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a sad year for me in terms of like uh, producing music. You know, we're already in November and I, I haven't had like much of an output this year. Um, but the fact that, uh, we're able to, you know, put something out in November, yeah. you know, given that we, we've just had the year that we've had, like it really does mean a lot to me, bro. So I appreciate Hell you yeah. doing that. Um, yeah. Cause this whole year has just like messed with the creativity <laughs> and whatnot. But you had, uh, um, you've okay. had Twitch though, which has been a great output. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess in saying that I'll probably move on to like my Twitch shout outs and stuff. So I'll give a Sorry. shout out to, um, I'll give a shout out to Mellow K. So that's M-E-L-L-O-K-A-Y. Um, he's been a good mate of mine uh, that I met on Twitch. Uh, and yeah, we're all pretty much uh, like real life mates now and shit. Because so, we've been hanging out since the, <laughs> since the lockdown ended and whatnot. I'll give a shout out to him because he's been one of the most supportive people uh, of my streams. He's been like the, the older brother, 
I guess. Um, and yeah, he's pretty much like the glue that holds together the the core group that we have, which we call the Muzz Gang, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, so big shout out to Miller K. He, he hit 500 followers recently. Sick. Um, and like on the day that he decided to do a 12-hour stream to like, you know, celebrate 500 followers, he, he pretty much like, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but he's already on his way. He's like, he's already like 20 away from like 600. So I'm pretty sure he's going to end up hitting the 1000 mark pretty soon. Um, big shout out to him. Big shout out to my mate, uh, Yash Jordan. So that's Y double S Y A double S Jordan. Um, he was the, he was the first, uh, friend that I made on Twitch. I think, you know what I mean? Before that, um, I had interacted with, you know, a lot of streamers and, you know, we would talk and, you know, ask each other, you know, how's it going, this and that. But he was the first actual friend that I made on Twitch, I think. Um, and yeah, um, I ended up becoming one of his moderators and he, he, he really like, you know, inspired me to get back into streaming after I, after I had, uh, given up on streaming. You know, I told oh, you man. about the bad experiences that yeah. I had with like being a music streamer, this and that. Yeah. Well, but anyway, he, he showed me, he showed me that you can just literally do whatever on Twitch yeah. and people will come. <laughs> Regardless of what you're doing, dude, because, that's um, what I keep trying to tell people. Literally, yeah, exactly. just press stream and then do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because he he kept hammering it into me that like people will come and watch you for you and not what you're doing. Essentially, yeah. you could be doing anything, but if people like you as a person, they're always going to watch you. So, um, yeah, that's what that's what I took away from him. Um, and I wouldn't be, um, yeah, I wouldn't be streaming, um. Uh, you know, as frequently as I do and as dedicatedly as I do, if it wasn't for him. So yeah, big shout out to him. And I think I have one more shout out left to go. I need to pick wisely who this shout out goes to. Um, I'll give a shout out to one of the bigger names on Twitch. Yeah. So I'm going to give a shout out to Miss Miyagi. Um, so that's M-I-S-S-M-E-O-W-G-I. Miss Miyagi. Um, she's kind of like a little sister, I guess. But yeah, she's one of the, um, She's one of the people that made a uh, partner on Twitch, like maybe like two or three months back. Um, so if you know anything about being a Twitch partner, you know, you've literally got like thousands of followers. Um, yeah. You know, you're able to pull in like a viewership of like a hundred plus every night, this and that, regardless of like whether or not you get rated. Um, and yeah, she's super cracked at Valorant. Uh, she's a super <laughs> funny person. Um, and she's very genuine. She has a, she has a lot of love to give. Uh, is is uh, I think that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, but not only that, um, the, the thing that makes her, uh, you know, a little bit special to me was that um, prior to the, uh, watching her, I had only watched um, like American streams and shit. I never yeah. really watched any Australian streamers. Um, so um, back when I was a part of like a lot of like American um, Twitch communities and stuff like that, I felt like I was too much of an outsider. I couldn't relate to anybody. Um, and yeah, people in general just didn't really care about me that much. But yeah, as soon as I started watching Miss Miyagi and I became a part of her community, uh, it all kind of like snowballed from there. I started meeting all the other streamers, this and that. Sweet. Um, and yeah, that's basically how like I was able to uh, to network um, around the Australian Twitch community. So a big shout out to Miss Miyagi. Awesome, man. Yep. Thanks for those shout outs because like I really, I really urge people listening to this podcast to go support those, uh, you know, those who are on the podcast and those who are around those who will come on the podcast. Because yeah, I'm really just trying to build like a, a, a really com- nice community of people who are just not toxic to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I get what you mean, bro. Um, and yeah, you've had a couple guests that I actually know as well. Oh, really? Like, um, 
What's his oh, name? like Manifest? Jack. Jack. Yeah. 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 So like shortly after he was a guest on your podcast, he sent me a bit of work and then he offered like, Hey man, um, this is just for shits and gigs, but do you want to collab? I was like, hell yeah, I want to collaborate and stuff. Yeah. But like that was, mm-hmm. that was kind of before we went into lockdown, but um, I'm sure that the offer still stands. Um, now that restrictions are lifting and stuff like that, and I get to go out and I feel a lot more uh, inspired creatively and stuff like that, I'm definitely going to take him up on that offer again for the collaboration. Sick, dude. I, yeah. I can't wait to hear that because I know Jack loves hardstyle as well. He loves his hardstyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out, like if it's going to be a bit of dubstep and a bit of hardstyle or if it's going to be like yeah. just fleet hardstyle with some like, Manifest glitchy stuff. Oh, manifest glitchy stuff. No, but what, what I like, what about what I like about Jack uh, Manifest is, um, you know, he's he's got that meme kind of personality and stuff. And he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't really take himself too seriously, and you kind of hear it in his music as well. Yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a real sweat when it comes to music production and stuff. Like I, you can hear it. Like if you listen to like any of my tracks, like I'm taking myself way too seriously. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to collaborating with him in in terms of like being less of a sweat when it comes to music right. production. Maybe I can learn to just uh, chill out and not take myself too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um, him, like not taking it, like he takes it seriously, but he incorporates mm. humor and stuff. Um, yeah. You just made me remember. Made me remember that like small mix he did, where at the start it was just like some sample of someone saying that they have a huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I'm a big fan of his work, man. Yeah. Um, so, what's up next for Crumbling Cloud? Okay, what's up next for Crumbling Cloud <laughs> is probably um, the KG collaboration. Um, but in saying that, um, you know, I talked to KG in terms of like how long it takes for like, you know, the output of his music and stuff. Um, his most successful track, he told me it took like a year and a half to put out. Damn. So, I guess in terms of, um, in terms of like when our collaboration will come out, I'm not going to rush it. I'll just let it, you know, pan out organically. Uh, but yeah, definitely look forward to that. Um, there's there's the track that we have coming out. Uh, I'm gonna hit 500 followers on Twitch soon. Hell yeah! Um, so, go yeah, go so, chuck him a follow. Help him hit. Yeah, the 500. chuck him a follow. I don't know. By the time you guys watch this, I might already be there. Um, oh, I'm true. expecting that I'll hit 500 followers by this weekend. Um, but yeah, uh, when I do reach that 500 follower milestone, I'll probably do another 12 hour stream, uh, and I'll probably be playing a lot of horror games, and I'm probably gonna uh, enable like screamer alerts and stuff like that. Oh god. So if you if you guys um if you have Twitch accounts then like if you feel like following me and stuff like that and you wanna, you know, go ahead and watch me play like a bunch of horror games like Layers of Fear, Visage, this and that. Um yeah, you can you can try to scare me for a small donation of like probably hundred bits or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanna see this dude absolutely shit his pants. You wanna see me shit my pants, but that's the thing. Like I uh, when it comes to horror games, I don't normally shit my pants. So okay. yeah, maybe that's where the scare alerts will come in, uh, come into touch. <laughs> yeah. Uh and yeah, so horror games and then usually you play like a bit of Among Us, Genshin Impact. Mm. Uh what else am I missing? Okay, so there's Phasmophobia, uh, which is a horror game that I'm absolutely not scared of at all, which is uh, why I'm a I'm I wouldn't say I'm a sweat, but um I've definitely clocked up a lot of hours on that game. Uh, I think I'm like a level level like 140 now on that game. Um, what else? I've been having a really bad week in Phasmophobia though. I think I, I died six times this week and I lost like $3,000 worth of equipment. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. I have played the game, but that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds brutal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking brutal. Um, yeah, Genshin Impact. That's pretty much my daily game. Yeah. What else do I play? 
Um, yeah, I was playing Among Us, but things got things get a little bit too heated from time to time. And yeah, I feel like I need to, it's, it's crazy. I need to chill the fuck out in terms of like playing Among Us because yeah, I, I I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. Heaps. It's crazy yeah. how people take it so seriously. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, and that's that's the thing as well because I don't. It's not me that takes it seriously, but yeah, I get mad when other people take it way too seriously. Yeah, and they, like, they think that they're doing a big brain move by aiming me for doing like absolutely jack shit yeah yeah like I'm, I'm literally just doing my task and then some person will be like oh well it has to be him because he's standing this to the bed yeah he's the standing bed. there for 10.5 seconds when the task actually takes 10 seconds or oh, must be him kind of sus dude exactly yeah 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 there'll be there'll be people like that and um it's it's just the worst so like I, I haven't played among us for maybe like three weeks now but before that yeah i definitely enjoyed playing a lot of among us um i do play valorant i don't play valorant on stream uh, the reason being was the first time that I ever played Valorant on stream, it didn't end well. Um, I don't know, when you play games that require a lot of concentration, such as like yeah. PS, you know, like Valorant and stuff like that, and there's people watching you, the pressure mounts and you don't play as yeah. good as you normally do off stream. Uh, someone saying that, um, I ranked very low on stream for the first time when I uh, played it. No, I, I don't stream Valorant anymore <laughs> after that. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you, if you ever do come into my stream and you ask me what's my rank on Valorant, I'll tell you automatically. I'm not going to say Iron 1. I'm going to say Bronze. Not even Bronze 1. I'm just going to straight up tell you, dude, my rank might as well be dog shit 1 at this point. Okay? So, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't ask. Speaking of um, Valorant, though, did you hear about, like, Elenium playing with Pokimane and then, like, just a bunch of other big, like, musicians and Twitch streamers playing together? No, I didn't, I didn't actually hear about that. But, yeah, um, tell me more about it. I was just going to say, like, that's a really cool, like, collaboration because, you know, f- for, for a long time, the Twitch world and the music world has been separate, but it's yeah. just really cool to see them merge. So, yeah, I, I urge anyone who's listening to this, like, if you're not really into music communities or if you're not really into Twitch, then I just su- suggest at least checking them out because I really think that there's, like, something for everyone, you know? Exactly, exactly. Uh, and not only that, but you might find your favorite DJ doing live sets on a regular true, basis. True, well. true. Because um, prior, to, prior to this, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, musicians were free to tour the world and, you know, do all their, you know, live shows, do all their festivals, this and that. But um, the whole COVID situation has just been a big cuck to everybody that uh, works in the music industry, uh, particular, particularly like music producers and DJs that don't get to play at festivals anymore. Um, I, for one, know that there's a lot of uh, producers that I look up to that play regular sets um, yeah. online as well. So, yeah, if you miss the vibe of, like, you know, going to you know, going to your favourite venue, going to your favourite festival, you know, you just miss the rave vibe in general, um, yeah, jump on Twitch for, you know, your favourite DJ uh, and producers are already doing live sets online. Hell, yeah. I'll, I'll say, yeah. like, uh, I haven't watched too, too many, like, live stream sets on Twitch, but I know there's, like... There's been Grimefest, uh, oh, that's a ch- Grimefest as a channel, and then yep. um, there's been like a Crow's Nest stream. I can't remember the name of it for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, one person who does really consistent music streams on Twitch is Sub Doctor. He is like mm. always going at it, and he has got like the dubstep shit on lock. So yeah. if you're in a dubstep, check out Sub Doctor on Twitch. Definitely. <sighs> And um, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, so is there anything, any final words that you would like to say? 
Um, okay, uh, so subtle, subtle plug for us, I guess. Obviously, you said it <laughs> earlier on, but yeah, you know, uh, we have our track caverns coming out on the 20th of November. So yeah, go ahead and hit that. Uh, so not not subscription button. Fine. All I can think about is Twitch. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, hit that link for the pre-save on Spotify. Um, and yeah, you'll get notified on the 20th when it comes out. Uh, on top of that, um, uh, you know what? Nah, I probably shouldn't plug this. But anyway, no, nah, I'm, I'm part of a, I'm actually going to be a contestant on the Twitch dating show this weekend. Oh, so, uh, what? Um, yeah, if anybody, um, if anybody would like to, you know, have a, have, have a bit of a giggle, uh, I guess. I don't know. It's, I'm probably going to meme it out. But yeah, um, I'm a contestant on a Twitch dating show this weekend. It's called Love or Sub. Uh, it's going <laughs> on Sunday at 8 p.m. Uh, a show in Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can go to the Twitch channel Toby Trin, one word, Toby Trin. So Trin being T R I N H. Um, and yeah, we'll be going live at around 8 p.m. Basically, I'm competing against like uh, four other dudes for the affection of like one female streamer. Um, and whether or not I win, um, there's a there's like a hidden agenda sort of thing. So basically, if yeah. if I win, she doesn't know whether or not I actually want to go on a date with her. If I just want gifted subs from her, she'll find out like at the end of the call. Yeah, uh, I'm actually so yeah. glad you plugged that because I'm low key like a big of a big fan of like the Austin shows love or host and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, if if you want to see me make a meme out of myself um, for for an e girl, which I'm friends I'm friends with her already by the way, but yeah, um, yeah, if you want to see me make a big meme out of myself, then yeah, feel free to tune in. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks everyone for watching. This has been episode 24 of the wave table i'm your host astro rain and i was talking to crumbling cloud peace peace out guys